Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a Christian psychotherapist specializing in trauma therapy, couples, relationships, and personal development. She is passionate about your life and is here to encourage, teach, and inspire you to be your own best version. Find her online at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Now, with today's fresh insights, Cynthia Hyatt. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that we are talking today and that you are joining me. And I also want to make sure that you always know these are all podcasts on the website. You just go to CynthiaHyatt.com. Top of the page, you'll see a radio link, and you just hit that, and you can listen to all these podcasts. If you miss the show, you can also send them to your friends, which I'm hearing more and more people doing, so I really appreciate you doing that. We're really wanting to make a difference in this world, and as Christians, we want to be light in dark places, and we want to look different in a good way. And so we want to be the healthier people. We want to be the people that stand out as to the ones that people aspire to be, not the people they don't want to be. So thank you again for doing that, and thank you for just commenting on social media. It's so fun for me to see that you're enjoying some of what we're doing. So today I'm going to talk about time, and we'll see if I do this the entire week. I'm not sure if I'm going to, but I really really like this idea um, of time. And I wrote this particular script about three years ago. And I was talking to a person that I am a consultant for, and I was telling him about this idea of the power of a minute. And he loved it, and we were just having a great time with it. And so when I did this, I had just turned 52. And that was my birthday. And, you know, in today's world, these numbers are daunting and sometimes prejudicial. And so a lot of times, especially as women, we don't want to tell people how old we are. But God gave me this whole different way of looking at my age. And so here I am about three years later, and I really want to revisit this. And so I wanted to share with you how God has shown me the power of this number and not having a number be a negative. And so every birthday that I have, I do this, and I will continue to do this in the future, and my birthday's coming up pretty soon. So I calculate how many minutes I've been alive, and it is amazing because, you know, I know that might sound kind of strange, but I want you to go with me on this because when I turned 52, this is what that meant at 52. That constitutes... 27,331,000 minutes that I had been alive. Now, that's amazing. Now, that doesn't include the in utero, the nine months I was in my mother's womb. So that's the amount of minutes that I have lived through. And I want you to think about this. Sometimes it's impossible. Sometimes we feel like we can't even endure the minute that we're in. And so when I saw that number of minutes, I thought to myself, you know, well done, Cynthia. Wow, nice job. That's a lot of minutes you survived, you conquered, you got through. And so somehow I managed those. So here I am three and a half years later, and I have to tell you that I calculated this morning 
how many minutes that means I've lived. And that means today, as I'm talking to you, 29,170,800 minutes. Now, don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean I'm proud of every minute, okay? (laughs) Nor does it mean I managed every minute, quote-unquote, well, or pretty, or graciously, or whatever. But what it does mean is that somehow I managed it. Somehow I managed all those minutes and made it through because I'm still here. And that, my friends, is quite an accomplishment because truly my life has not always been easy and it's probably not going to be easy in the future. I'm sure there are hardships that are coming. But I did it and God is really proud of me for it. It's always comforting to look back and see how God has been in each of those minutes. He's been in each of them with me, helping me, laughing with me, crying with me, rejoicing with me, lamenting with me. He cares about every minute of my life. And not one of those minutes have gone unnoticed by him. And some of those minutes have been grand, and I found myself wishing they would never end. And some of the minutes have been really ugly, maybe embarrassing, heartbreaking, brutal. And I was so thankful that they were over. Some of those minutes were just passing, like just getting me to the next one. I didn't necessarily even notice it. But every minute of my life has mattered. Every minute counted. And continues to make me who I am today. So God offers me little doses of life in the minutes that I live. And I want you to cherish the minutes. Because minutes mean so much. So much can happen in one minute. You know, we hear people say, Oh, if I just had a couple of more minutes, or if I just, I just need a minute. And so a gesture of kindness can happen in less than a minute. That's a smile. It's a gesture of courtesy. It can change the course of a stranger's day. And it takes less than a minute for a baby to be conceived. Think about that. That's amazing. A baby is conceived in less than a minute. And it takes less than a minute to say, I'm sorry. And conversely, it can take less than a minute to take a life. You can kill someone in less than a minute. You can be killed in less than a minute. It takes less than a minute to ruin finances. To wound someone with words. It takes less than a minute to lie. Th- these are really important things when you think about time. Because we're timeless creatures. That's why we have a hard time with time. Because when Adam and Eve were in the garden, it was timeless. There was no no such thing as time. And so we still have this quality of timelessness. But because of the sin of Adam and Eve, God locked us in time. He locked us in time so we could work out our salvation. So he could make sure that we would be with, be with him in eternity, which is timeless. And so time is this really elusive thing. So I want you to think about this. An eight-week-old baby growing in a mother's womb has lived approximately 86,400 minutes. Eight weeks. Eight weeks in the womb. 
And even if that child doesn't survive long enough to be born, those 86,400 minutes mattered and had already affected so many people. Even though that child may have not lived long enough to be born. So please know, your minutes matter. Remember, don't get caught up in doing everything perfectly or lamenting over time, over time lost. But really rejoice in the accomplishment of all the minutes that you have managed. Now, I'm coming up on my birthday. And so every day is 1,440 minutes. That's how long 24 hours is. So I'm managing. I'm going into my day to manage 1,440 minutes. I want you to be proud of your age. And I want you to really think about what one minute is. That God takes each one very, very personally. Every single minute of yours is meaningful and purposeful. And recognize that God is in every minute. And he cherishes every minute of your life. He was in the minute that you were conceived. He planned you. He wanted you. He loves you. He died for you. He takes very seriously your life. And he wants to be in every single minute. It's hard sometimes for us as we're just going through our day to take seriously our life and to recognize that our life matters. And so you need to know today that you matter. Even if you don't feel recognized or noticed, you matter. You matter to God. You matter to the people in your life, even if they're not good at showing it to you. They're struggling with their own personal minutes that they're trying to manage, right? So we really want to have grace for ourselves. We want to have grace for others and recognize that everyone is struggling to do every minute of their life. So when I tell you my number, it's amazing to me to think that it's 29,170,800 minutes that I have lived to today. And every single minute mattered, even if I didn't recognize it. Just the time I'm spending with you right now, the minutes that you are spending listening to this show matter. And they matter to me. And it means a lot to me that you would listen to the show and that you would be a part of this community that we're creating and that you are really working on growing and developing and being the best version of you that God wants you to be. That you are locked in time just as everyone else is and God is working out your salvation. And many times it is with fear and it is with trembling that we're working that out. And he's gracious enough to give us time. Now, I've not always been a big fan of time because I, you know, I've, I've told you before, I, I, you know, my, I, I was diagnosed with ADHD and I am quite hyperactive. 
and I'm an intuitive as well. And so time is, is difficult for me. I can get bored quickly. I can lose track of time. I, I was telling my clients yesterday, you know, I have such a hard time staying within the time frame because I get hyper-focused in a session. And my colleague, who, who I work with, she is perfect. She is on, on the dot. I mean, 50 minutes, and she is done, and then she's got 10 minutes till her next session and organized in this manner. I struggle with time. I'm either racing through it or I'm getting stuck in it. And so I have a really hard time when it comes to being on time. And we've talked about this before because God gave me this great saying about time. He said to me, Cynthia, be calm enough to wait. That's the way you won't be late. And I thought, wow, that really helped me. Be calm enough to wait. That's the way you won't be late. Because for me, three minutes of waiting is interminable. And, and so I struggle with time. It either goes too fast or it goes too slow for me. But God has created time for a reason. And it's to bless me. And it's to help me. It's not to torture me. It's not to control me. It's to really give me time. And God gives everyone a certain amount of time. Like I talked about the eight-week-old baby in, in, in the mother's womb. Eight weeks, 86,400 minutes, that baby has been alive. So even if it doesn't come to be able to be birthed, it's still important. It still mattered. It still affected so many people. So your life matters. Your life really matters. So I, want, I really want you to take the time and I want you to calculate out the amount of minutes that you've been alive so that you can be really proud of what you have done, that you have made it that far. Because that's a lot of minutes that you managed. And I don't want you to judge how you managed every minute. Because that's what we're doing. We're working out our salvation. We're figuring it out. We're trying to be who God has called us to be. So every minute either teaches me what to repeat or it teaches me what to stop doing. So we are not ever to judge. And we don't want to judge others as well. We want to just say, you know what? They're managing their minute, and I guess they're doing the best they can because I say to, to clients, to people all the time, if you could do better, why wouldn't you be doing better? And so sometimes my best is not very good, but it is the best I've got because if I could do better, I would be. So I want you to be kind to yourself in the minute. And I want you to understand that that number can be very daunting. But the power of a minute and what can be accomplished in a minute is amazing. Countries have been won and lost in a minute. Think of, think of a nuclear bomb. It takes less than a minute to press that button. So the power of a minute is really important so that you live fully and you live completely. And so I love this Ecclesiastes. This is chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. And this is out of the Message Bible. And it says there's a right time for everything. So th 
there's an opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on earth. It says there's a right time for birth and another for death. There's a right time to plant and there's another to reap. There's a right time to kill and another to heal. There's a right time to destroy and another to construct. There's a right time to cry and there's another to laugh. There's a right time to lament and there's another to cheer. There's a right time to make love and there's another to abstain. There's a right time to embrace and another to part. There's a right time to search and another to count your losses. There's a right time to hold on and another to let go. There's a right time to rip out and there's another to mend. There's a right time to shut up and there's another to speak up. There's a right time to love and another to hate. And there's a right time to wage war and another to make peace. So when we read this passage in Ecclesiastes, the great King Solomon, who's the wisest man ever, and he did not manage every minute well. We know that. But he was still considered the wisest of all even though every minute of his life was not one to be proud of. And he made lots of mistakes. And, and I say a lot of times, I'm so glad there's not a book of Cynthia. And <laughs> because, you know, when I read about all these patriarchs in the Bible, and I read about all these different characters, and I think, what would it be like if your life was, was a book that everybody was going to read about all your minutes of challenge and all your minutes of of disaster and all your minutes that, wow, you did not show up like a grown-up. And then the minutes that you did really, really well and what you're really known for. And so when you look at people's lives, you want to look at them with grace and forgiveness and forbearance because this is tough. And we're walking out one minute at a time. So think about the people that you admire. And, and I say to people many times this saying that God gave me, aspire to be the person that others want to be, not the person they don't want to be. So I'm going to say that again. Aspire to be the person that people want to be, not the person they don't want to be. But either way, I'm teaching someone. I'm either teaching them what to do or what not to do. And so no matter what you think, you matter. Your life matters. Whether you feel seen or not, you are seen. There's no hiding here. Because even the people that hide in their homes, we know that there's somebody in the house. There's, there's an address. So you want to really understand that you really want to show up in your own life. You want to own your own life. It's the only life you get. And so if you're a Christian, then we get a life for eternity. 
But this one down here is the only one that we get. So I want you to own it. I want you to live it. I want you to take responsibility for it. I want you to really do it. And I want you to do it well. And when you don't think you're measuring up, you, can, you need to forgive yourself. You know, there's only two people that you don't name your children after. And that's Cain and Judas. All the other people that we name people after, like David, Peter, Paul, Saul, Noah, they don't have great history. They had a life of struggle. They didn't do well in all of their minutes, but they overcame. And they kept trying, and they kept pressing through, and they corrected their wrongs. That's who we aspire to be. That's the power of a minute. In one minute, Cain killed Abel. But he'd thought about it for quite some time. In one minute, Judas hung himself. And this is really important that you understand the power of a minute and how important your life is here on earth and how much it matters. So I want you to think about how you're doing this minute. And I'm glad you're spending it with me. I really am. And I want to do these 25 minutes of this show. I want to do them well. And so I prepared for the show. But you know what? I don't do everything well. I wish I did. And I'm glad that God covers me and doesn't show everybody all of my mistakes and all of my foibles and all of my failures and all of the things that I struggled with over the years and the struggles that I'm probably coming up with. But what I do know is that God is always on my side and God is always a God of forgiveness and God knows me and God loves me and God is working through me. And he's doing the same thing with you in the way that is unique to you. He may not be doing it in the way he does it through me. He's doing it in the way that makes sense to you. Because he created you. He knows you down to the cellular level. He knows every minute of your life that he has planned. And he knows how to walk you through every single minute. So I want you to take heart. And I want you to relax. And I want you to just do the, the minute you're in. The other ones will take care of themselves. When I do this minute well, it leads me into a better minute. So I really do want to encourage you today to think about the power of a minute and what you can accomplish in one minute and also what you can destroy in one minute. So think about this Ecclesiastes, this chapter 3, where it says there's a time to embrace, a time to part, a time to search, a time to count losses, a time to hold on, another to let go, a time to rip out, another to mend, a time to shut up, and a time to speak up, a time to love, and another to hate, a time to wage war, another to make peace, a time for birth, and a time for death, a time to kill, and another to heal, a time to destroy, and another to construct. Enjoy the minute that you have. God bless you. Thank you for spending the last 25 minutes with me. And we'll talk again tomorrow. 
So God bless you in your day and take advantage of the minutes that he's giving you and do them well. Aspire to be who people want to be, not who they don't want to be. God bless you in your day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. To hear today's program again or to share it with someone else, please go online, CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T dot com. Conversations with Cynthia is heard daily at 3 p.m. and 12 noon every Sunday on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Follow Cynthia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Cynthia Hyatt. Until next time, remember, be your own best version. Yeah.